Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Woohoo! Nice. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't be Casey, so giddy. you're still here. Yes. <laughs> Didn't know what he signed up for. Three episodes, more like 27, lol. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Casey's laughing. I am your host. I'm your host, Brad Hamilton. Brad McHamill That's not my name. Joining us today, we got Tommy Johnson from Iowa. That's me. I'm from Iowa now, and I still play Exeoc. You do not hear act, but who does play here act? That is Matt Wolf. Hi, I'm here act. <laughs> <laughs> and we got Jeffrey from Chicago, of course. Hey, it's your boy Marcus Kent. No, well, Marcus Smith. <laughs> Marcus <laughs> Kent. Marcus Rip. Smith. You adopted? Rip. Hey. Kent. In another lifetime. Mm. Yeah. The, the brother has been Marcus the whole time. Oh. <gasps> Plot twist. Plot twist. And still with us for some reason, we got Casey McCoy. Yay! I'm Yay. still here. Woohoo! Nice. Who are you? Oh, I'm Mason, by the way. <laughs> I need to be fed Classic. the lines. The this, this show is scripted, so you gotta feed me my Line. lines. Line. I know. <clears throat> we spend about two hours recording uh, every Mason episode, but it's about four hours of pre-recording. Just like the just yeah, like the NBA, this whole game pre-recorded, scripted, rigged, everything. True. Just like the NBA. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know the NBA is scripted. But how do they blow a 3-0 lead? Or something. Isn't wasn't that a meme? Sure. Anyway, uh, we play D&D. <laughs> we do. We do not play the sports balls. We play D&D. <laughs> Let's get into the recap. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sponsored. We're going into the recap. Here we go. The problem solver's journey has led them deep within the elemental plane of Earth where they stumbled upon the aviary, a lush underground paradise inhabited by flying elves known as Avariel. They encountered Minerva, the druid that Nicky Mub had told them about, and she told them of the stubbornness of the elves and a potential way out via the dominion of the evil twin sisters the Dao, Miro, and Klee. She told them that there was not much of a chance to make it past them, not without some anti-magic help anyways. Meanwhile, Marcus took a field trip to a local school where he tried to educate the youth in the truth. They seemed a little bit too eager to comply with his instructions, but their teacher came back before anything terrible happened. Uh, I don't believe it. We'll see. The party debated on their next steps uh, that should be taken and ultimately decided to gently confront Lord High Lord Veritas. Gently. The gentle confrontation turned into a full-blown public accusation of abuse of power and mistreatment of citizens. As tensions rose, Hirok proposed a timeline for Veritas to abide by, giving them six hours to decide what they were going to do. But Veritas would not have his ancestral authority threatened by these deceivers. He summoned the guards from the dome up above and through gritted teeth commanded them bluntly, kill them. Let's roll some initiative. Do I roll initiative? I'm in prison. We'll let you roll in later. Hey, Brad. It's a nat 20 on initiative. Fourth of the campaign, everybody. Very strong energy. Here I got a nat one. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. All right, what does that put your total to? Four. One plus three, four. <laughs> nice. I was looking at all the skills. <laughs> Marcus, what did your total come out to? Uh, 22. You got it. And Mason? I have a 13 in total. 
You are tied with initiative for Veritas, but you have a higher dex than him, so you will go first. Do I? <laughs> Add a boy. Well, what's your dex? Uh, it's 14. Yeah, it's higher. Nice. I'm about it. So, in front of you, you guys are on a donut-shaped platform supported by four pillars that hold up the dome. In the center, there's a hole that leads all the way down to the lush sauna spa garden on the first level. And all around you, there are avariel that have taken into the sky around and are floating around chaotically talking to each other. There is panic. There is chaos. Everything is happening all at once. You hear Runzi and Soli are behind you. Not exactly sure where their allegiances lie based on the words that have been spoken here. But you see Veritas's finger directly pointed at all of you. And the rest of the three or four guards that have been summoned all have halberds drawn and are rushing towards you at alarming speed in this zero gravity environment. But first up to act, seeing the way that things have escalated is Marcus. What are you going to do? To Runzi, uh, I'm going to quickly shout out. I'm going to turn around and just look at him and go, these don't seem like the actions of a just king to me. Help me break the chains of... Uh, of these lies and enfeeblement. Bring me my bring me my hammer. Okay, Ooh. give me a persuasion check. Okay. I'm terrible at the that's a natural eighteen on the die though, but that means mm. these attacks are gonna suck. So that's actually a seventeen. <laughs> so you see that your words stun him for a second and he looks down at Veritas and looks back at you and he says, Oh well I I, I don't really know what to do in this situation. Um I, um... Fly, you fool. <laughs> you see, he's locked up, but as opposed to being on Veritas' side, he's now more in a neutral position. So more successful persuasion checks will move him closer to your side. Now, was that my action? That was not your action. Okay. As my action, these guys, these guards came from the protected orb up above, right? Correct. And where is that in relation to me right now? Straight above? You got, so you guys are across the donut hole opening, looking across at Veritas and the three philosophers and the four guards that are all crammed on the other side of this donut. And yeah. behind the throne are the stairs that rise up into the dome. Got it. I am going to plant my feet and take the dodge action. All right. And Jeffrey, what does the dodge action do? So the dodge action is as, you know, instead of doing, you know, an attack or anything like that with my action, I am preparing to get hit. So every single attack against me on this next turn is with disadvantage. Because I am nice. getting ready to do some Matrix stuff. I'm hyping myself up. Actually, I'll step a little bit forward so I'm slightly in front. I want to be in front of Birdman. You're right on the edge of the... Donut hole opening in front of Hirak. Yeah. Nice. Hirak is right right next to one of the pillars, and you're nice. now in front of him blocking the view. Yeah. That takes us down to Mason. So are the guards still pointing their spears at me, I presume? They are. They seem like very soldier-esque mentality. Got to follow orders. Okay. that's. I was trying to get a read on if it's like hesitant or not, but I guess I would opt to try and disarm them or disarm the closest one and try and get uh, one of their spears out of their hands. They are clear across from you at about 35 feet away. Oh, okay. 
I think they're like flying towards us currently, right? Oh, okay. Right. They're lower in initiative than you all are. So I could run away is what you're saying. <laughs> Without wings, though, you'd be bouncing. Can I prepare an action or whatever? Yeah. You can hold an action. So yes. you set a condition, say, like, they come into my melee range and I take a swipe at them kind of thing. If they come into my melee range, can I try and disarm one of them and grab one of their weapons? Yeah, you can... We'll uh, set up that check if they come at you. So you are holding your action. Uh, yep. And you need, if you're going to move, you need to do it now. I will not move. All right. Plant your feet down. Yep. That takes us down to oh Veritas. Veritas flutters his golden shimmery wings and gets back on top of the throne. You see his hair, which has been nicely kept in a slicked back very greasy gelled elven style uh haircut to that his crown holds up he is getting a little more disheveled in his facade and as he's pointing his finger at you he turns to the guards don't just stand there kill them and runzi don't listen to what they're saying i am your ruler i am your leader i've taken care of you your whole life you have your job thanks to me and he's going to roll to try to persuade him back towards his side that's just garbage and fails Better. <laughs> yeah. So, just so you know, he's got a plus seven to his persuasion checks. I have a minus one. What does wow. that tell you? Low energy. It tells me yeah. that Jeffrey is rolling a d hundred. D hundred. Right. <laughs> Wait, I'm not supposed to be. Oh, frick. <laughs> so he failed. So, uh, Runzi and Soli are still in a neutral position. Do we have to that roll t- for each other, or like, do we have to convince each of them individually? Or are they one? If we convince one, we got the other two. The way I have it set up is I have the guards and Solian and Runzi on separate difficulties, and with different amounts of checks it would take to swing them over to your side. I mean, like, if I were to convince Runzi specifically, would it also get Sully? Or would right, that- so I I have the guards in one category and Sully and Runzi in another category. Got it. Both together. Got it. Okay, I got it. That takes us down to the guards. They are going to all immediately take their halberds and fly across. You see, they move at lightning speed. These guys have a fly speed of sixty. Holy cow. wow! Jeez. And they zoom over towards you. You see, uh, Marcus, that two of them plow into you and are going to take their attacks, and then two more are going to fly over to Mason and make their attacks on him. So the first ones are going to be against Marcus. So the first one is going to be a 13 to hit you. That does not hit. The second one's going to be a 21 to hit you. Yeah, that hits. All right, and then the second one's going to make their attacks. Uh, It's going to be a 15 to hit. Uh, me still? Yeah. Uh, without my magic armor and my shield, that does hit. Okay. So that's two hits so far. And a natural 20, but because of disadvantage, it is a 19. So that still hits. Does hit, yep. So from those from those three hits, you take a total of 19 points of damage. Okay. Wow. Uh-oh. Oh, no. So these guys move with agility and dexterity of trained warriors. It doesn't look like they have much else to do other than to practice their skills. They look very weak physically, but dexterous-wise, they look pretty pretty beefy. Um, but it does not seem like they have a ton of constitution either. So 
those are things you can just observe getting up close and personal with these elite guards. That takes us down to the ones that are going to be attacking Mason. Hmm. Does he get his action off first? Yeah, as soon as, because you had your initiative first, as soon as they fly into range of you, you are going to try and disarm one of them. Typically in D&D rules, it's only the uh, Battlemaster fighters that are able to do a disarming attack, but because you are not armed at all, and because this is going to look awesome if it works, we're going to let it happen. <laughs> I'll allow it. So this is going to be a contested strength check <clears throat> with him. So go ahead and roll a d20 and just add your strength modifier. Guess I should have uh, said I should rage first, but mistakes were made in the heat of passion, Jimbo. So True. That's too late. And I just rolled a no. 2. And he no. rolled a 17 minus 2 to get a 15. Yeah, not even close. So he still holds on to it as uh, he flies in. It looks like his inertia and momentum are driving it forward. So they are both going to take their attacks on you. Three of those are going to hit do you even know my AC? If it's higher than 17, then yes. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's 17 points of damage to you, sir. Dumb. As. <laughs> Are you mad, Casey? Would you like to rage? I'm salty. Okay, that takes us down. <laughs> he would to... like to rage. That takes us down to Soli and Runzi. You see, looking back at them, they are talking to each other, trying to figure out what to do. Well, I don't know, Soli. Uh, I think that maybe we should consider our options before weighing in. There's been a lot of new information revealed to us today. But didn't they poke your eye out? Oh, you're right, they did. They did do that. And that's not very nice. And even if we're being hospitable, it's really not something in our purview to be assisting them, especially since Lord Veritas said not to. Yeah, but he's been kind of a kind of a jerk right now. So I, I've never seen him like this. And besides, we don't kill people. That's never been done. That's not our way. You're right. You are absolutely right. <clears throat> so they are just talking back and forth amongst themselves. They're not going to take any actions this turn. Here, Ak, it's your turn. So we're standing on a big donut, and you said it's the gardens below us? True. How far, or like, what's the orientation back to the jail? So it is a three-tiered system. The bottom tier is the garden. The second tier are the statues, and up here is the throne room. Down below the garden is where all of the other, uh, where the jail cells are. Okay. Um, I might jump down there, but before I do, I'm going to call out to Rooney and, uh, <laughs> Roomsy and Sully. I'm going to say, uh, Roomsy, Sully, listen, look, we're not here to hurt you. Okay. We're just here to find out what's going on. And what I need you to do is go find your friend down in the jail. cell. okay, go find Minerva and tell her what's going on. Give me a persuasion check with advantage. Ooh. That was an eight and an eight. Eight no. uh, plus six, so 14. 14 was the DC. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> oh, gosh. Blessed. Matt, 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 Matt. Oh. You see that that moves one of them into action. Soli, who has been the one that you saw that let Minerva out, uh, something snaps in his mind. All the conversations he's had with Minerva over the years, and he says, all right, I, I, I can do that. I, I can do that. Yeah. Um, Rudzi, you stay here. You keep thinking about what we should be doing. I'm going to go get Minerva. Maybe she'll know what to do. And Rudzi, uh, Soli says, all right, yep, yep, I'll think about that. And you see that Runzi will 
<clears throat> use his next turn to take off and with his fly speed will be able to make it all the way down into the dungeon. Oh. Nice. Okay. Uh and cool. for my actual action, are we going to we're going to have to kill these guards. I don't want to do that, but I feel like uh, I don't want to do that, but looks like we're going to have to attack him. I'm going to use my uh talons as melee weapons to attack. You got it. Uh I'm going to attack one of the ones that's hurting Marcus. Uh, that's a 12 plus 5. 17. That's going to hit. Yes. Okay. Uh, and that's a... What's a D8 look like? It's a weird one, huh? 2 plus 3, 5. All right. 5 points of damage. It's not much, but it all adds up. But it's honest work. <laughs> yeah. You see, Hirok, you use your wings and the pillar behind you to push off, jump over Marcus, and use your talents to rake into the face of this Avariel that is fighting Marcus. Beautifully done. We are back up to Marcus. I am going to start my turn by telling the guard who just got scratched to the face that this wrath is not meant for him. If he, need to if he just stand aside, then this can all be solved. Go ahead, make a persuasion check. Uh, it's 11. It doesn't seem to have any bearing on him. Cool. Now, previously we talked about having higher DC or higher AC for wings and whatnot. Like, I want to break this guy's wings. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So they do have a three points higher AC than normal for their wings. Okay. Oh, cool. I'm going to grab for both wings. So, you know, first attack... <laughs> is a... I'm not proficient with my fists, right? No. No. Okay. So the first one is a 16? 16 just misses. Oh, well, I mean, the other one was... Uh, it's a 17, so... That, that does hit. Okay. He's <laughs> got I a strong the lower wing. one first. I was like, I was like, come on now. Okay, so yeah, I but I don't... I'm not proficient, so I just do one plus my strength bonus. Right. Right. Yes, yeah, so I do two damage to to his wing specifically. You got it. The wings look like they took a bit of a hit. They are not broken. Mm -mm. And that is your turn. That is my turn. Moving on down to Mason. So in my mind, like strength and battle is the only thing I know. I'm not going to resolve this with words when I'm being threatened. So. I look over and I admire the attempts of my companions, but I'm stubborn and just going to continue attempting what I was doing before. So I make a move to disarm one of them and grab one of their spears. Do you want to do anything before do anything before that? <laughs> I will also rage. Good call. <laughs> so raging makes you add extra damage to your hits as well as taking uh, half damage from all of their attacks. Good vibes. Also, you look cool. Yeah, also you're angry. Yeah, there's a little bit of steam coming off of his head now. <laughs> Out of his ears. All right, that contested strength. So it's a contested strength check. With the steam, instead of going up, does it go outward? That's a great question for our physicists in the audience. Tweet at us. At, uh... <laughs> at Fire and Dice Pod. Oh, you got the Twitter handle figured out. Good job, Tom. You're welcome. All right, much better this time. I've got a 23... That beats his 10. 
You rip the, the halberd out of this Vario's hands. Oh, it's a halberd, my bet. Yep. Yeah, halberd. Great. Can I attack in the same turn? You have another attack, so yes. Perfect. Can I do non-lethal damage? Oh, wait. So this is where the rules lawyer in me comes out. Disarming is an action, and multi-attack is an action, so you don't get to make a second attack. I mean, that's fine. Uh, next round, though, can I use the base of the halberd to attack? Yes. Okay, perfect. That will take us down to Veritas. He's going to notice that Soli flew down and say, Runzi, listen to me. We, we have been in this place for ages. We've been at peace and had a good life. Why why would we give all that up? Why? You're happy here. And he's going to make his persuasion check. Natural four. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. It does not seem to be getting through to Runzi. He's still at conflict with himself. You see, he looks at him and says, Yes, yes, I understand that. Um, Just one minute, Lord Veritas. I'm putting this all together in my mind. I'm a little slow. I'm more of a verbal processor. So, if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that will take us down to the guards. The two of them are going to make their attacks at... Or one is going to make an attack at Marcus. One is going to make one at Hirak because now Hirak is there. And Marcus, you did not take the dog at, dodge action, right? Nope, I did not take the dog action. <laughs> one is one is going to miss, one is going to hit you. Okay. So one on the D10, so that's a four. <sighs> okay, good. And then we have the second one that's going to attack Hirak. Mm-hmm. That is a 21 to hit you. Yeah, just uh, barely. All right, that's going to be nine points of damage to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the two that are, or one that's going to attack Mason. And the other one's going to try to rip the halberd back out of your hands. So uh, make another strength check, Mason. With advantage. With advantage. But it's not going to matter because he rolled a three minus two for a one. The other one's going to make his two attacks and rolled a natural two and a natural three. So Mason, <laughs> you get out scot for this round. Wow. All right. That takes us down to Sully and Runzi. Soli, you see, takes a like peregrine falcon dive out of midair, zooming down to the jail cell down below, moving past the screaming and crying of Ariel that are floating around chaotically bumping into each other in midair up here. Exioc, as you are talking here with Minerva, just kind of waiting things out, you see Soli swoops down and he looks out of breath and he says, Min- Minerva, ma'am, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Terribly sorry to uh, interfere with uh, your resting, but there's a war going on up there, and I'm not quite sure what to do. You see Minerva says, slow down. Tell tell me from the beginning what happened. Well, you see, they were going to be peaceful about it, and then they started saying things that I didn't really understand, but now that he's saying it, it kind of makes sense that we've been kind of trapped here and held against our will under a dictator, and all of this philosophy they've been teaching us forever is starting to finally kind of click into my brain, except it's not working in the way that I shot it, thought it would, and uh, it's kind of wrecking my whole worldview. So if you wouldn't mind, uh, just tell me what to do, because I have no idea. I move to the uh, doorway. Okay. And he says, of doing something. Uh, you hear Minerva says, all right, you know where the weapons are. Go get their weapons. And so on Soli's next turn, he is going to go and grab your weapons. Exioc, go ahead and roll initiative. Yeah. Nice. He's in the game, baby. 
14. 14. That puts you just above just above Mason. Nice. It's going to take him three, All right, never three mind. turns to make his way up to the <laughs> where we're fighting. <laughs> All right. So that will take us down to Hirak. So I'm going to call out to Runzi. I'm going to say, Runzi, look at me. Look, like I said, we're not here to hurt you, okay? I'm not telling you what to do, but you need to think about what's going on. I need you to uh, really think hard about what you've been taught and what you think is right. Uh, Mr. Hirak, so I'm not too good at the thinking thing. I'm really sorry about that. Uh, go ahead and make a persuasion check. Ooh, it failed. Uh, one plus six, seven. Ooh. Oh, no. He says, uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I, I need a moment. That's okay. You're take almost your there. <sighs> Dang it. <All> right. <laughs> take your time. Take your time. <laughs> and then your action. Plus seven persuasion is hard over here. Okay, um, I'm going to attack. How does the one that I attacked look like? Is he hurt bad or is he just still A-okay? He's looking pretty okay, but his wings took a beating last round. As one winged person to another, I hate. I, I'm not going to go after the wing. I'm just going to go after him again. You got it. Ugh, it's not going to hit. That's a five plus five, ten. Uh, that is not going to hit. <clears throat> you rake at him again, but he parries it out of the way with the halberd. That takes us back up to Marcus. I'm going to start by trying to go for this guy's wings twice again. Uh, and one is a hit and one is a miss. I got a 17 on the die and a 16 on the die. So, okay. so it turns into an 18 and a, well, and a, and a 7. So. so another two damage. And then... You got it. I'd like to say I don't want to do this to you. Don't make me take. Don't make me turn you into my friend. <laughs> I'm gonna point at uh, his bandaged wings. This is more of a intimidation slash persuasion. I mean, it's the same. Both my, my skills in both are the same. So, all right, go ahead and roll for it. Fourteen. Uh, nope. He's not scared. I'm going to break this man's wings. <laughs> yep. Right idea. Wrong dice roll. Yep. I'm not, I'm not the person who's good for this. All right. You done? Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. Exioc, that is you. Okay. So kind of reading the situation of Sully coming down there so quickly, uh, I am confused at first as to what's going on. But as soon as uh, he mentions that, there's a war. I'm like, well, obviously something bad is going down up there. Um, so my face gets hardened and just like just straight business. And I, I open the door and I say, take me with you. All right. Uh, we got to go get the weapons first and they're nearby. So it shouldn't be too much of an issue if you don't mind waiting. Uh, um, I wouldn't know the way back to the to the throne room, right? You would. OK, I'm going to say. There, I was like, there's no time. I need to be there. Uh, so then I'll take my action to run. That's a run action, right? Or dash action. Dash so I can action. run, yeah. go twice the speed. So I'm going to plant plant my feet and pull myself through the door towards the spiral staircase. And then um, once I hit the staircase, I'm going to jump with all my might straight up uh, through the donut hole. All right. So your movement gets you 30 feet up to 
the top of the stairs and then the rest of your 30 feet is going to propel you up to the second story. You're now in between the second and third stories moving straight up the donut hole. Okay. And uh, in the meantime, I'm going to pull Nate, Nathaniel Kent's rapier out of my pack as well as uh, an old pickaxe inscribed chunker. Uh, chunker through the air Pre- and i'm and i'm preparing to like you know uh uh pass out weapons essentially you hear chaos ensuing above you you see blood little glob- globules and the zero gravity start to fly everywhere you are rocketing upwards straight towards the base of the golden dome above you weapons in hand all right that is your turn <clears throat> mason it is you oh baby awesome imagery by the way <laughs> Yeah, this is, this is epic. So, I am going to now give a knowing grin now that I have a weapon in my hands and I'm going to, with all my might, basically strike twice at the nearest guard. Pro- I'm going to hit the one that uh, whose weapon I just stole from. You got it. Yeah. So, and I'm going to use extra attack, basically, whether or not the first one goes well or not so it's happening first one is a 20 dirty next one is a bad at math 19 they both hit grand and i looked up halberd it says it's a d10 can you confirm it is a d10 do you want me to use a d10 if i'm using the other side of the weapon so why would you be using the other side of the weapon i don't want to Cut him in the face. You can do non-lethal damage with, <laughs> with melee weapons. Like with a slashing right, so. weapon? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey man, if you're saying it's cool, whatever, but... Just aim for wings. <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, you, like aim for arms or whatever. I'm Again, I'm not trying to cut anything off of them, though. Or spill their guts out. Again, non-lethal damage, so... Yeah, so you would go for the leg or the shoulder or something like that. Well, that first roll was very disappointing, so <laughs> very sad. I rolled a one. Oh, rip. But I mean my modifiers are decent. Barbarian, barbarian. I'm trying to add up both. First one is a six, next one is a thirteen. So that's nineteen damage. Nice job. <clears throat> he is still looking pretty healthy. But those two hits definitely struck him pretty hard, and he has no weapon to fight you back with right now. <clears throat> Good. Anything else you want to do on your turn? Um, I let out a almost primal grunt, not loudly, but as I strike into him, like it's good to be back in combat again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> you know, you see, Veritas sees the battle slightly going in his favor. And he turns and uh, all the people that are being crazy and chaotic, he just commands in a deep, loud, booming voice. I am the ruler of you, my people, as ordained by my father and his father before him. I am the Avariel. Trust in me and we will lead lives of prosperity, not die at the hands of these miscreant deceivers. And he's going to roll to persuade that is going to succeed against Runzi. <clears throat> and so Runzi moves back a little bit towards his favor. Hmm. Luckily, Soli's out of your shot. So I'm going to have to split up them now. Okay, so 
now it is going to be the guards. So two guards on Hirak and Marcus. One hits and one misses you, Marcus. And both both miss Hirak at two and a five. Oh, thank God. King. <laughs> well, Hirak, what's your AC? Uh, 15. Yeah, they miss. Yay. Oh, man. <laughs> That's going to be seven points to you. Okay. Just hacking and slashing. You're trying to dodge the best you can, but they're nicking you left and right. And you see out of the corner of your eye something gray shoot up through the middle of the hole. <laughs> Someone. Go ahead and give me an opposed strength check, Casey. Mason. Not this again. You have advantage. Do I? Yeah. You do. Raging. Nice. I like how Jeffrey knows my character better than me. Yeah, it's not like a <laughs> character you're thing so is strong. big strong. Big strong. Big angry strong. Well, the you bad news was it's not very good, so uh That's okay. Brad didn't roll good either. Well, tell. it was a fifteen, so Yep, that beats my five. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell the future. The minus two is rough, man. <laughs> All right, the other one's gonna take his two attacks at you. He will try. 14 to hit? No. Got him. And a 19. 19 yeah, hit. that hits him. All right. You take 12 points, half to six. Nice. That's better. Because you're raging. Yep. The raging Cajun. That takes us up to Soli and Runzi. You don't see what happens to Soli because, Exiak, you flew straight up the hole. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, Runzi is not going to take any actions right now. He is leaning towards Veritas, but still in a neutral position. Okay. <clears throat> that takes us down to Hirak. I'm going to call out to uh, Runzi again. All right. Um, I'm going to say to him... Wait, did... What's her name? Minerva. Minerva. Does Minerva still down in the cellar? What happened to her? She's not much of a fighter without her magic. She okay. might come, but we'll see. Yeah. I kind of want to get Runzi just out of earshot. Runzi, I need you to go talk to Minerva also. I think she has something to show you. I think you need to see something. Give me a persuasion check. So vague. Nat 20. Nat 20? Yeah. So 27 in total? 26, but yeah. Oh, that's too... Ahead of time, I set nat 20s as two successes and nat 1s as two fails. <gasps> so that moves Runzi into your guys' favor. Nice. <clears throat> yeah. Runzi says, wait, Minerva, I mean, uh, he, she's more a soulless thing. And, you know, in these past 12 seconds that I've had here to think about my life choices, <laughs> I, I think that I've been lied to my whole life. I think that there's a world out there that we're not getting shown. I've I've been told to guard this stinking hole and killing these stupid elementals that fall into it my whole life. And I th- there's so much more out there for us. And this this man this man has been keeping us here, not telling us. I I, I don't understand why would he do such a thing. Oh, uh, I. This needs to change. You see, he is going to take a nosedive down, and he goes out of sight for you guys for the moment. 
Uh, nice. I look up at Veritas. What is he looking like? If you have ever seen a blood vessel pop, he <laughs> has like two or three of them in his forehead. Oh, my word. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Marcus, it's your turn. Oh, wait. I get uh, he didn't get his action. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. That is my fault. <laughs> uh, a net 20 counts as two actions or a bonus action. And a, no, uh, three, actually. Say <laughs> uh, what? Going to, uh, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to try to attack that same guard with my feet. And, you got uh, it. While I'm doing it, I'm kind of be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a 13 plus 5, 18. 18 does hit. Probably does it. All right. Should I aim for the wings? No. Nah, it's here. It's here, Ackman. Of anyone. Yeah, yeah, I've had to deal with this. But Okay, so, oh my gosh. It's a 1 plus 3, 4 damage. All right. So he is still looking pretty healthy. These guys are not super stocky, but they have been taking all these hits because they've just been coming in in small amounts. So that takes us now to Marcus. I'm going to try to take this guy's weapon. Okay, go for it. A man after my own heart. I'm going to see that, you know, my fists aren't scary to him enough or anything like that. And now I'm just going to be like, that's it. Uh, It is 18 on my part. It's an eight on his part. Okay. So that is your action. Yep, I'm going to say, give me that. And then I'm going to look at him and I'm going to say, now your turn to run. (laughs) Uh, Give me an intimidation check. Of course. Uh, Nine. (laughs) 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 I am not a charismatic man. (laughs) You were last episode. He leans in close to you and says, we don't run around here. (laughs) That makes sense. Boo. Boo. <laughs> and that's where we're going to end the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Take a lap, Brad. That was funny. Exioc, it is okay. your turn. Your um, momentum has carried you upwards. And like it or not, your movement speed is being uh, used to take you all the way up. And you slam into the bottom wait, flat part of the dome up above the ceiling. <clears throat> and okay. okay. Wait, wait, wait. I want to pass out the. What do I. I want to take like the first second as I pass through the floor to take in the scene. All right. You take in the scene. Okay. So, like, what do I. What do I see? <laughs> then you take in the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> scene first, ceiling second. So, you see that Marcus and Hirak are fighting off two of these elite guards. And Marcus is not looking great. You see Mason is taking on two all by himself and is looking great. And uh, Runzi and Soli aren't anywhere to be seen. All around there is commotion and chaos of people screaming and hugging each other and not sure what to do. You see Avariel's bonking heads with each other. And Veritas is just standing on top of his chair, uh, like all the glitter in a circle around his feet from furiously flapping his wings. And he has his hair all over the place and he's pointing and just screaming and trying to use his charisma to win people back over, but it doesn't look like it's doing much of anything. Okay. So me flying through the hole, would that attract attention? Briefly. Yeah. Okay. Like, cause you seem to have me want to have me hit the ceiling before I could do anything. Can I do something before I hit the ceiling or I will allow it. I'm just saying your moment, your momentum is only carrying you one right. direction. Yeah, I understand that. I would like to um, to uh, toss the weapons if I could. Would I? Do I have the time to do both and say something? Yes. 
Okay, so I'm going to toss uh, Nate's rapier towards Hirak and the uh, chunker pickaxe towards uh, the direction of Marcus. And do I have to? I probably have to roll if it gets close. I have a. Uh, I have a weapon in my hand. Yeah, you see, oh. Marcus does have a halberd in his hands. Okay, then I don't throw the pickaxe. I'll just throw the the rapier. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got it. Uh, do I need to roll? Uh, we'll call it. Like you come up close enough to them, you're only like five to ten feet away from them when you fly up through the hole. So. Okay. Um. So I pass the the. I throw the rapier, and uh, after taking in the scene, I I uh, am like. I, I shout to the crowd, what mere words could possibly justify such violence? And with that, I'll contort my body to try and stop, like, catch myself on the ceiling with my legs instead of slamming into it. Uh, and I, but I look at, I make eye contact with Mason because the irony is not uh, lost on me and how <laughs> I freaked out at words earlier. Classic. You got it. Uh, you're nimble enough to contort your body and your feet are pressed on the ceiling and you can kick off in any direction that you want afterwards for your next turn. I prepare to launch. (laughs) All right. So that is your full turn. It is Mason's turn. Um, This time I'm going to more subtly attack once and see how far I get on that guard before potentially moving on to the other. So I'm going to roll to hit. Not good. I'm assuming it doesn't hit with a 12. Does not. Great. I'm going to try again then. This time it is a 22. 22 does hit. Grand. Going for the old swipe. And that is 9 damage. Okay. So yeah, just uh, keep on going on. Yep, keep on keeping on. <clears throat> Veritas looks up at you, Exioc, and you see he's got like a stunned moment of confusion on his face uh, and then shakes his head and <clears throat> says, These people, you people, need a leader who is going to give you the highest quality of life. What these miscreants, these fools are suggesting will only bring pain and suffering and hardship upon us. And he's going to roll for persuasion with a natural one. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Was that on the crowd? Or who's that on? Who's on the crowd? Yeah, that's, he's projecting this to everyone at this point. So you see that that actually affects the guards. They falter for a second and they look up and briefly turn their heads back towards Veritas and like almost shake their heads as if like, Okay, that sounded a little crazy. (laughs) Yeah, so more chaos, more craziness, and that moves us down to the guards. They are still under Veritas' control. They are going to make their attacks on Hirak and Marcus. Uh, The one does not have any weapon. One is going to do a contested strength check. (laughs) Does it beat a 14? Not a 6. Okay. (laughs) He has been reaching and trying to get it back from you and cannot seem to manage to do so. Just, like, have a hand in his face? Yep. <laughs> no. The not. other one is going to make his attacks on Hirak. That is a 14 to hit you. Uh, nope. And a natural 20. Yep. Those are some big numbers. You, sir, take 16 points of damage. Oh, it doesn't feel good. 
Okay, so that takes us now down to the ones attacking Mason. No, please don't. One misses, one's a natural 20. Oh, fake. And then a natural 18 and a natural 16. Fake news. So, Mason, you would normally take uh, 20 points off of that, but instead you take 10. Okay, I'll allow it. (laughs) (laughs) What choice do I have? None. I am the Lord here. That is now solely Enrunzi's turn. Through the center of the hole, you see two figures shooting up, both of them armfuls of metal and different weaponry. And they fly up and look around and say, all right, everyone, uh, we've made our minds up and we're going to be assisting these newcomers because it seems like the right thing to do. And my mom always told me hospitality and and integrity were best next door neighbors. They'd always ask each other for a cup of sugar. Attaboy. (laughs) Yeah. And and a sword. (laughs) And then you see Runzi starts flying around in a circle. You get a sword and you get a sword and you get an axe. (laughs) (laughs) So they will use their actions to distribute weapons to all of you. And so now everybody has their original weapons that they had taken before. And here, it is your turn. Oh, Um, so us too? We get our weapons back? Yep. Nice. I'm going to... I'm going to call out to the guards and say, Hi, my name is Hirak. Um... And I don't want to hurt you if I don't have to. Look, like I said earlier, and I said, like I said to your friends down there, we're just here to figure out what's going on. And we think that there's something fishing. We think that we can talk about it. And I don't think we don't want a lot of blood on the ground. Okay, go ahead and roll for advantage. 15, highest. Does not succeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your words fall on deaf ears as they get their heads back in the game and uh you know good soldiers follow orders and such Mm -hmm. uh all right well i tried i'm gonna uh i'm gonna attack the same one i've been trying to attack this whole time uh can i use non-lethal damage with my newly acquired rapier yeah, you're not close to killing him, so you don't have an issue there. Oh, okay. Never. I'm just going to do damage then. All right. So uh, I'm going to use uh, Nate's old sword. Ooh. Watch out. It doesn't do as much damage as his fists. <laughs> and his kick. Yep. Um, <laughs> is it a plus five to hit? Yes. Uh, 16 to hit? That does hit. Okay. Uh, four plus three, seven. Nice job. You get a good stab at him. He's still up. And that takes us down to Marcus. Now that I have this, I'm going to swing at this man's wings with it. Ooh, at the wings. You got it. And I am proficient with this because it is a martial weapon. So that is math. 19. 19 damage to the wings? No, 19 to oh, hit. Oh, 19 to hit, does it? <laughs> yeah. Um, And then it is... <laughs> Nine damage to the wings. You see the wings crumple, and there's a sickening as they break. Mm. I look at him and I go, now you have no choice but to run. (laughs) Yikes. Hirak does not like the sight of this. Actually, my second attack is going to be at the wings of the other one. All right. The one that's fighting Hirak. Yep. He has not been touched yet, by the way. Well, it's still uh, a 21 to hit. 
Yes, sir. Uh, and it is max damage of 11, because <laughs> D10 plus 1. The wings break right away. <sighs> oh, man. With a quick slack slack, the uh, crunching is heard over the din of battle, and you hear them cry out in pain, and they seem to be wobbling all over the place and lose their stability. This happened to you because of the commands of a man who you should not have been serving. Uh, Veritas looks down at you, and for a moment you see he actually cracks a smile a little bit. Can I roll an intimidation check or anything? Sure. Uh, that's six. Yeah, it doesn't. Looks like they're more concerned with the pain. Cool. Sounds good. Sounds good. Exiak, it is you. Okay. So considering that I was on the on the ceiling, I don't think. Do you think that I would get my weapons too? They were pretty deft at passing everything out. Okay. Well, considering that I gave them sixteen individual items <laughs> when I passed them through the, through the gate, I would say that I would leave them floating there, um, and my focus would be turned towards uh, uh, launching myself. But I'm gonna shout down to the crowd. Think for yourselves. Know your true enemy. And I'm going to launch myself into a spin straight towards Lord Veritas. Oh, uh, and I'm gonna, let's go. And I'm nice. wielding, wielding this pickaxe, which is probably like three quarters the height of me. I'm going to uh, spin and like uh, try and hit him with the – not with the pointy side. I don't want to kill him. I want to I wanna make an example, so obviously. So I'm going to hit him with the side. So bludgeoning instead of piercing. You got it. Uh, so is this just a strength since it's a pickaxe? Is that how it works? I'm pretty eh. sure, yeah. Yeah, it's not a finesse weapon. Darn. Okay, well, this might not even do anything, so. Darn it. Uh, that's a dirty one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so, but I, I still launch myself spinning at him, so. Yeah, he just steps out of the way and you go careening like onto the ground and almost bounce off into oblivion. Onto his throne? Is he on his throne? I said into oblivion, like out the other oh. side. Of- oh, snap. So now I'm just flying out into the... Yeah, you'll be able to catch yourself before you actually head out there, but it didn't look pretty. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's oh. your turn then. It looked cool. It did look cool. Mason, it's your turn. Palpatine spin. <laughs> yeah. No, not that cool. Not that kind of spin. Like I was using the momentum of the pickaxe to spin. Oh, gotcha. okay. That is cool. All right, Mason. Exiak, you did not throw me my weapon, right? I don't think that was a part of it. Uh, I didn't have one, and I saw that. Yes. Or I didn't have your weapon, and I saw that you had one, yes. so I didn't Good. bother. Good, because I, I wouldn't know what to do if you threw me the other one, because <laughs> I don't want the guard <laughs> to pick it up. You know, it's just me angrily bashing away at uh, the guard, so here we go. Well, I think Runesy gave you your weapon back. Yeah, Soli and Runesy brought Can all the confirm? weapons up to... Like, so on their turn they distributed them. Okay, right. Did they also take the halberd then that I was wielding? You probably would have one in each hand, and you could decide now what you want to do with well, it. Well, they're two-handed weapons, aren't they? Well, you could catch it. You couldn't swing it, but you could like I don't know, toss one, and then. I mean, it weighs nothing right now, so. <laughs> yeah, just like toss it away. Yeah, like if you didn't want one of the avariel in front of you to have it, you just toss it into the darkness. All right, that works. Hope too. it doesn't catch it. Hope it doesn't land at the school. 
<laughs> or maybe do help hope it ends up at the school and start yes. a revolution. So. Oh, yeah. Anyway, nice. point being is, great, I'll have my axe out then. <clears throat> I'm going to hold the second one to see what happens. I rolled to hit a 25, so I assume that hits. That will hit. Grand. Now we're in business, baby. Got a good roll. That is 18 points of damage. He is dead. Uh, non-lethal. Non-lethal. He is knocked out. Yeah, good. <laughs> and now... This is Pokemon. I will turn to the second guard, having dispatched his compatriot, give an angry look, and I'm hoping just the look will say it all, and I'm going to roll intimidation. Go for it. And similar to rolls in the past, this is a 10 total, so not a great night for intimidations. Nope. It is not. Would you like to take your second attack? Um, Similar to my fight with Exioc, could I kick this guard potentially to like send him launching maybe? This guy still has his wings, so it won't do much. All right, fine. I'll bash him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so you have chosen death. <laughs> Count Dooku vibes or I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that a Count Dooku line? I don't even know. I don't. Or is think that so. Sauron? I mean Saruman. Uh, it is Saruman. Great. I mean, so I was thinking the same. Both actor. Christopher Lloyd. Anyway, yeah. uh, they look the same. We got Christopher Lee. A fresh nineteen to hit. Assuming that hits. That will hit. And bad with math, thirteen damage. Alrighty. Non-lethal, of course. We're uh. Yeah. Yeah, that's the first hit he's taken. Great. So now we are moving down. It is Veritas's turn. He looks at you, Marcus, and says, Do you think that you have the authority to come in here and supplant a dynasty that has been here for generations? On whose authority? Who do you think you are? It's too late for words now, Veritas. Your kingdom ends today. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> On the contrary. Look, everyone. Look at what the human has done. Look at the wings of our elite gods, the ones who protect us. They are broken. They are dismantled. They will take months to heal. Imagine what they will do to you if you choose to go against them. And he is going to roll for persuasion. You better not get advantage. That's gonna if he gets advantage, then I should get advantage on my <laughs> No, it did not get advantage, but he succeeded cool. with it. So no. That's fine. Just one success. We already have him on our side. Right, but that moves Soli and Runzi back into a neutral state. Yeah, we got what we needed. That takes us down to uh, the guards. Strength check, still trying to take the thing away from you. It, it 21. He didn't get it. I was in that 20. He did not. Uh, good job. Two attacks at Hirak. on a strength check. Natural 19 and a natural 4. Are their attacks affected by the fact that they are writhing in pain from the broken wings at all? <laughs> no. <laughs> Unless you want your attacks to be affected by pain. Mm. Good point. Right. Touche. Good point. Touche, touche, touche. Yeah. Hirak, that's five points of damage to you. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm still up. Oh. Alrighty. You had me that scared. Takes <laughs> you said it so slow. And then I thought you were down. the. The one guard attacking Mason. 
Natural 20. Again? Is this opposite no. day? I rolled two ones on the D10. Good. You deserve it. <laughs> I know. So that's five points of damage halved to two points. On a crit? Wait, you crit and Epic got five crit, damage? Bro. I nice. crit and got five damage. <laughs> you, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. Oh, you hate to see it. Hey, man. Don't worry, folks. I'm still kicking. All right. That takes us to Soli and Runzi. They look at each other and you see that they say, well, you know, he does make a good point. If we're handing out all these weapons and they're taking out our gods who are protecting us, then maybe they would come after us because we're technically gods too. Oh, you're right, Runzi. We are gods. This was not very well thought out, was it? And <laughs> that takes us down to Hirak. Is Minerva still down in the jail? She just absolutely does not want to come up. She has no reason to at this moment. She's a druid, man. I'm not going to fight without magic. But then again, Hirak is a bard, so... Yeah, I'm a bard with four health left, is that thing? No! Oh, no! Oof. I'm going to fly down to the prison. You would take an attack of opportunity. Two attacks of opportunity. Oh, again. Oh, this is what killed me last time. This is what killed you last time. I, I can't do it. No, 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 no. I got to... I gotta, I'm going to take away this guy's weapon that's right next to me. Or I'm going to try to do a strength check. I'm not sure. Nice. But you guys are both weak. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, before I do, I'm going to I'm gonna say to Runzi and Sully. Oh, that could have been. I'm glad I didn't miss that. Sully and Runzi, look at me. And they see, like, just blood everywhere in my broken wings, like, next to them, like, next to their other guards broken wings also um say so and runzi look at if this keeps going i'm not going to make it out of here there is an outside world and we're we didn't come to hurt you guys okay i think that you need to see what's going on outside the dome i'm gonna try to take them I don't know if showing the magic outside the dome is going to do anything, but I think that's what's got to happen. Go ahead and roll persuasion check. <sighs> mm. uh, that's a nine plus six, 14. That is the DC. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it was 15. Okay, I forgot it was that. Yep. Soli and Runzi are back on your side. Oh, just barely though. Um, Next barely. turn they won't, knowing how it's been going. <laughs> yeah, I we have plans. They're, Good. Yeah, their mood uh, is swinging on this thing's foot. Almost dead. I'm gonna so I'm Marcus. gonna try to take away that guy's sword now. So okay. Yeah, go for it. Uh, so strength check. Ugh. It didn't work. I got a one. Really? Mm -hmm. He rolled a four minus two, so he got a two. <laughs> oh. That feels bad. Two toddlers wrestling. <laughs> All right. Yep. Pretty much. And that will take us back up to Marcus. So if I go, how far away is uh, Mr. King Almighty person? From you, he is being obscured by the two guards that are fighting you but distance wise he is only 20 feet away only one of the guards has a weapon right correct 
I'm jumping past them and going to Veritas. Take the two attacks of opportunity. All right. Oh, snap. That is a 13 to hit. Does not hit. Nice. And a 12 to hit. Does not hit. Successful launch. Just kind of left you, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, you take their heads and smack them together and use the momentum to push off of them and get over to Veritas. I would like to hit Veritas's wings. Oh, wow. Nat 20! Yes! Oh, you suck, my. Brad. Brad, you suck so much. Brad, you're oh a terrible person. <laughs> I hope this does hey, max whoa, damage. Whoa. <laughs> Okay, okay, that was too far. <laughs> Anyways. Too far. Uh, okay, I rolled an 8 and a 5, so it's uh, 14. 14 damage on the wings. You guys see in a flurry, Marcus slams their heads together, uses the momentum to push off of their broken wings, and shoves himself flying through the air straight towards Veritas. What kind of weapon are you using? Uh, I'm still using the guard's flail that I have. Okay, so the halberd? Yeah, sorry, Halberd. Why am I keep thinking? I, I thought it was a spear, so. <laughs> I get you guys. Okay, it's just like on. horrible listening aptitude. You can't, you you can't talk, other Hirak. <laughs> you jump through the air, nunchucks in hand, and yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. It's Cowabunga time. <laughs> <laughs> Manage to use the length of the pole to get behind the wings and with a solid yank pull off his left wing entirely oh my gross bro they're that fragile holy cow that's what a crit gets you that's what a crit Uh, gets you with my second attack (laughs) uh, another crit (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know um no, uh, it's a. It doesn't hit. It's a seven. But uh, okay, then I won't say. I was planning on trying to get him into a prone position. Uh, your se- second attack does not hit. So. No, it misses terribly. So instead, I'll just say uh, I'm going to try to intimidate Veritas uh, and just say one second. Got to gather my thoughts for a second. I'll calm down from the crit. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't need any power ordained by my father or forefather to know what's right and what's wrong. And then I'm going to uh, try to intimidate him to back down. Go ahead and roll with advantage. Oh, I'm terrible at this. Political prisoner? Uh, It's so bad. I got a 14. Mm. (laughs) That's like with advantage. You weren't kidding about the saving the bad rolls for the skill checks. Yeah, you're right, man. Uh. He just looks up at you and it's like pain and anger and like crying (laughs) all at the same time. Just like so many emotions. But uh, he still has a twinge of resolve in his eye to maintain his position of authority. Going into shock is a powerful thing, man. It's true. Exiok, it is your turn. Okay. Brad, where did my uh, momentum from my whiff take me? So here's what I'm going to say. Because you rolled a natural one, you... No, dirty one. It was dirty. Dirty one. Never mind. I retract my uh, former statement. I was going to say, 
I was going to make you do a dexterity saving throw to not fly off into oblivion, but considering that you did not, I will say that you managed to grab onto the stairs that lead up into the chamber above as you come careening towards and you see Veritas's left wing gets chunked off by a halberd. (laughs) I would like to propel myself back towards Veritas. You got it. And you get sneak attack now. Yeah, and are you still going pickaxe? No, I uh, I I let my I uh, let go of the pickaxe so that it'll just stay there and not risk flying off and killing somebody. Uh, I and I launch myself, unsheathing my uh big old magical dagger. But the bl- well, but the blade has been or the h- the hilt has been wrapped in cloth so that it's more secretive that way. Um, obviously, it's not going to do more magical damage, but I, uh, I like uh, aim straight for them, and I'm going to attack his other wing. Man after my own true heart. Uh, ten to hit. No! Darn it! Ten, ten does not hit. Okay. So <laughs> I miscalculated the trajectory, and I just land right behind him and just out of reach from the swipe. Uh, and so I land, and I actually don't get my attack off. Tommy, don't you get an offhand attack, too? Uh, yeah. Is that just dexed? I think so, yeah. Okay. Darn it. It's a nine. <laughs> Rip. Rip. Okay, so I uh, fumble. Well, actually, I don't have a second weapon, so. I fumble with... Knife? No. He gave you. You didn't take your daggers with you. No, because I just launched with the pickaxe. All right, fair enough. So mm-hmm. yeah, I fumble with my knife and don't get it off. Don't get it up there again. All right. Exact really doesn't like not being able to walk. Yep, it's kind of rough. But you know who also doesn't? Who else doesn't like to walk? Mason. It is your turn. Like true. Like I'm not gonna fight that. So, um. <laughs> How far away is Hirak from me? Hirak is only 15 feet. Because his his life is pretty high priority right now. Yeah, yeah. Hirak is 15 feet from you. Yeah, uh, but if I disengage with the guy I'm attacking right now, it'll provoke an attack, right? Sort of. So there is you're engaged with two people that are in front of you you can sidestep around one of them and attack one of the guards that's attacking Hirak so that way you only provoke one attack of opportunity yeah that's fine I'm gonna go uh, ham on the the guard that's attacking Hirak you got it notice out of the corner of my eye that my compatriot is falling so I'm gonna go uh, swoop in nice Nice. I think that's that's the one that has a sword too the other one doesn't. Are you going to go ham enough to reckless attack, or are you not that reckless? Eh, his life is pretty high value, so I think it's worth the risk. Does that apply to the attack of opportunity? In the meantime, uh, the attack of opportunity is a 19 no, to hit. technically not. And it's 12 points reduced to 6. Thank Christ. <clears throat> Alright, go ahead and make your two attacks. Y'all mind if I save my compatriot? Yes. Okay, so first one to hit is a, should really total these modifiers, uh, 20. A 20 does hit. Yeah, and the other one is a 18. 
<laughs> All right. They both hit. Great. You love to see it. You love to see it. This is like no mercy mode, so uh the total <laughs> for both attacks is twenty six damage. Oh, he had twenty seven health left. He is still standing. <laughs> no way. He's standing at one. Oh he's standing at Lord. one, but his wings are broken, if that's any consolation. <laughs> Dude. Oh wait, wait, wait sorry. Been broken. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong guard. He had twenty four health, he's dead. Well, well I was not lethal oh. though. <laughs> He's he's knocked out. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I was looking at the wrong guard. Oh, thank God. All right. So he is knocked out. Um, you see a quick slash against his thigh and then a pole arm jab into the, his midsection, takes the wind out of him, and he uh, floats up towards the golden dome and knocks his head on the ceiling and is unconscious. Praise. I... Uh loom over near Hirak and, and kind of like grunt and nod but my facial expression is just like pure rage right now so mm-hmm. nice alright awesome and that's your turn yep okay that takes us down to Veritas he looks up at you uh, up at you Marcus who is looming over him and he says so so what if the outside world is restored? Our life is here. If you do this, you will condemn my people to a life of torment and misery for the rest of their lives. Oh, I think he kind of has a point. I didn't, I didn't come here to tell them what to do, but I came here to let them have the choice to do what they wish. <clears throat> You'll be the death of us all. And he is going to reach into his robes and pull out a tiny little golden dagger no! that is definitely ornamental and he's going to make an attack at you. Oh, snap. That is a 11 to hit. Does not hit. You catch his hand in mid-swipe and it is the guard's turn. <laughs> uh, all right. You see that the guard notices that you... The guard attacking Hirak notices that uh, their ruler is being attacked, and he's going to now go after you, Marcus, which means Hirak gets an attack of opportunity. Yes. <gasps> uh, how does that work? Do I roll or do you? You roll to attack. Okay. It's uh, an 8 plus 5, 13. 13 does not hit. Mm. <laughs> and as he jumps at you, Marcus... Does Mason also get an attack opportunity on this guy? No, uh, he's cat a corner with him. That is a natural 19 and a natural 18 to hit you. Oh, no. Both hit. First roll, five points of damage. Yep. Second roll, 11. Yep, I go down. No. No. As you're having this stare off with Veritas and you catch his hand, you feel two deep slashes in your back and the world goes black. <clears throat> Next up, it is Soli and Runzi's turn, who are, uh, because Veritas was so locked up with you, he didn't get a chance to try to persuade them back, which means they're both on your side for the time being. <clears throat> you see that they have more weapons than they know what to do with here. And they... <laughs> 
they uh, just go ahead and pick a couple and are going to start going ham. So they, you guys had some short swords on you too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, us? Exioc, what was your arsenal? <laughs> uh, I had a scimitar, a couple daggers, light cross, uh, scorpion spike, poison, and a bunch of poison darts. Okay, so one's going to grab the scimitar and one is going to grab a couple daggers. Can one of them do a medicine check? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want these guys doing a medicine check. You probably don't. Wisdom is not exactly high. Uh, yeah, bad idea. Uh, so their attacks are both going to hit, and they're going after the ones that are uh, attacking. Or So there's only two guards left, uh, and they're going to go after the one that is behind Marcus, or uh, behind Mason, I should say. Sorry. And... Shouldn't have picked an M name. If I knew, I yeah. If I knew, then you know, I thought it was Nathaniel Kent. I thought it was. Dude, it's okay. Next time you join us, maybe it'll be something different. <laughs> no. No. Oh no. All right, and let's see. So that takes the okay so the guard that took out marcus is down to one hp after taking a couple of slashes from runzi solely goes after the other one and takes him chunks him for seven he is still up and standing the guards are both still alive but looking a little bit more hurt now that solely and runzi have fully joined your side in combat it is now hirax turn uh i'm gonna fly up and do a medicine check uh, okay, so there's still a guard on Marcus, and Veritas is still there too. So you're flying up into the thick of things to try to do a medicine check on him. Oh boy! The guard only has one hit point left. The one that's down by us. Yeah, I'll, I'll attack him. I guess. Uh, the okay. one that's up there by. Yeah, the one that yeah, took down Marcus. They, oh. All the guards are up by him now. I see. I thought there was no, one down by there's one that's Mason. Back. There's one. There's one that's by Mason, but oh. the one with one health is the one by that killed me. Oh, okay. Right. So uh, there's I'm three gonna... left still. Nope, two left. No, one up top and one down below. Oh, okay. Uh, correct. Okay. I'm and Veritas. And Veritas I'm dumb. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go after that guy with one hit point. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna fly up, seeing another friend go down. Isn't good looking. Uh, 18 plus 5 23 to hit exit or Hirak how do you want to do this I don't but (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah so I'm going to use the butt of my so I'm using Nate's old sword I'm going to hit this guard on the back of the head and as I do it I'm going to say I'm sorry, I really don't want to do this. And kind of kick his body off, um, like kind of out of the way. So now you're standing face to face with Veritas. Yep. With Marcus <clears throat> floating in between. Mm-hmm. It is Marcus's turn. Go ahead and give me a death save. Ten exactly. That is a success. <gasps> oh, <yeah. gasps> Very blessed. <sighs> Exiok, it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to reach up with my left hand, grasp his wing, and strike at the base of his other wing with my knife. And that is a... Go ahead and hold a hit. 
25 to hit. Yes. Roll for damage. Not sneak attack. What? Oh, why wait. not? Yes. I'm totally behind yes, sneak him. Attack. Okay. Here, here, X up there now. And, and here, X. Yeah, here, X up there now too. Okay, I, so here we yeah, go. Here, X there. Thirteen damage. <clears throat> he is still up, but oh, the wait, wing no, is no. 17 severed. Damage. Se- Seventeen damage. Yeah. Exioc, how do you want to do this? No, no. Wait. <laughs> what? No, yeah, so I literally, I grab his wing, and I uh, bring my dagger straight through the base of it, oh. and, um, and you know, with no, so I've got his wing in my hand now, and with no, you know, bearing, I don't know if he's, if, the, if it would kill him or not, but I, like, push him, and I shake the wing, and I'm like, his lies are falling like his false glow, as I shake it in front of the crowd, uh, Trying to to per, persuade them of his his lies. Roll a persuasion check with disadvantage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's what is that persuasion? Uh, it's a set uh, a nine. You see looks of horror on everyone's faces, <laughs> and bad PR. Veritas is. Not moving. I, I, uh, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I don't think, Exioc wouldn't think that that would actually kill him, right, outright. He thinks that it would be more of just a show of force. So he would stand there, like, with, with wing in hand, still just, like, look at, look at, uh, your ruler now. Uh, Mason, it's your turn. You see that, the guard that is on you lowers his halberd and just stares in disbelief over at his leader. Are we out of combat? We'll see. Um, I will... Maybe forego, forego my natural inclination and I want to move towards um both no veritas and marcus Marcus. thank you um yeah um i'm not trained in medicine but what i want to do is try anyway (laughs) so we have special homebrew rules for medicine checks if you roll between a five and a 14, it is a neutral. It doesn't do anything. If it's a 15 or above, it's a success. And if it's a 1 to 4, it's a failure. Okay. Well, I've got a plus 1, so hopefully that's comforting. It's no pluses, I don't think. No pluses? No, this is a medicine check. Okay. It's a skill check. Oh. Great. Um, I'm going to do that then. And uh, may the dice gods be in our favor. Got a nine, so that's neutral, right? Yep. No success, no okay. failure. So I I uh, run over and examine his back where the most fresh wounds are and try and like apply pressure to it, but to no success. Correct. That takes us now down to Veritas, who is going to make... Uh, so wait, when you attacked him, 
Were you trying to do non-lethal damage, or did you just not care at the moment? Uh, yeah, I didn't want to. Okay, we'll say you I did non-lethal damage, which... Yeah, I didn't want to kill him. I just wanted to completely uh, uh, disempower him. You got it. He is fully disempowered and unconscious, but not making death saves. <clears throat> you see the guards look around, <clears throat> and it's actually just the only one remaining guard. Mm-hmm. And he takes the scene in, and you hear <sighs> heavy breathing from him. And he goes over to Veritas, and uh, this guy still has his wings intact, and uh, picks up Veritas and cradles him in his arms, and he's going to perform a medicine check to try to see if he can help him out. <laughs> and he actually succeeds. So the uh, Veritas looks frail and pale, and without a word, the guard takes him and flies him downwards. You don't know where he's taking him, and it is turned to dead silence all around the upper level here. And... It is now Hirak's turn. Should I do a medicine check or should I chase after them? Hmm. Uh, what would Hirak do? I- I'm gonna do a medicine check. Uh, <laughs> the memories of the of the yeah, dark not gonna, not gonna dark caverns caverns snap uh, you back. It's nice to have a plus though. I have a plus two. Uh, that's nine plus two, eleven. Mm. All right, that that's a new, neutral roll. Marcus, go ahead and give me a death save. That is a five. That's a failure. No. No. Thanks, Yaka. It's your turn. Um, is the crowd is the crowd just like looking at me? The crowd has not moved for the past several seconds. They're staring in disbelief at what has happened. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout. Veritas has lied to you. The truth is, there is a world out there, and we are from it. The Great War is over. And I'm and with that. I'm gonna let go of the the wing and let it float there. Yikes! Oh my lord! Yikes! I was gonna say just again? a straight roll, but now yeah, <laughs> like the the whole disemboweled wing thing is not exactly persuasive so I'm going to say disadvantage <laughs> hey uh, 13 <clears throat> you're turning a couple of heads but most everybody is still horrified at the spectacle in front of them okay fine by me I'm going to step towards uh, Marcus's body and uh, prepare to help um, I'm going to hold my my action to help someone else do a medicine check. Very smart of you. Gosh. <laughs> if only we Mason. knew. Because <laughs> the, the, the memory of, of my long goblin Maybe fingers uh, uh, feeling the life drain from Nate's body uh, keep, keeps me hesitating from doing the help myself, but I can help others. <clears throat> Mason, it's your turn. Um, I'm going to attempt to do another medicine check, but beforehand in kind of like a fit of rage and 
yeah, no, just like ignorance kind of knowing obviously that it wouldn't work, but just in like rage and desperation, I'm going to cry out to the crowd and be like, someone help him. Someone. And then I will make my roll. Make it with advantage. Okay. Well, the first one was a two, so. Because I'm helping you. Second one is a 17 plus one, 18. That is a success. Blessed, blessed uh, advantage. Yep. That takes us down to Hirak. Uh, I'm going to roll to attack. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to medicine check, of course. Uh, you have been in, charmed again. In Oh, my gosh. No, in the first episode, uh, I think it's Exioc wakes someone up out of consciousness by slapping them, right? Yeah, I do that. Yeah. I'll do it again. Don't make me. Okay. That's what you did to Nate. Oh, my gosh. Seven plus two, nine. Ah. All right. That, neutral roll. Marcus, it is your turn. Marcus. Uh, 14. That is a success. Yay! That brings us to our third one. Marcus, you are stabilized at zero hit points. Woo! At zero hit points? Yep. You guys see his breathing starts to become a little bit more steady. He's not awake, but he is definitely not dead. So, like, the wounds on his back, they seem to have stopped bleeding or something? They're still bleeding, but his uh, breathing is steady, and he's not in the process of losing his life. Great. I'm going to, with that, I'm going to say, well, bird boy, I think you're the one to talk now. Because uh, I don't think I don't think they they trust me after my outbursts, <laughs> and I'm gonna sheathe my knife and and uh, sit on the throne. Um. Okay. What I want to do is, I want to take a group of people. I'm assuming that uh, Solin Rumsey are like know this place, and they can take us like out of the non-magical field and I want to heal us outside showing that magic exists and that it's not meant to like endanger people but it can be used for other stuff too including like healing um, and also showing like the power of the outside world I like this <clears throat> alright give me a persuasion check with advantage on Sully and Runzi <sighs> okay uh, 16 plus something. 22. Yeah, 22 plus, you know, and a natural one. So I think I'll stick with the 22. Smart call. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Mr. Hirak, um, that sounds like a mighty fine, mighty fine plan. Uh, I, we've never been outside and most folk even debate on whether or not the outside exists, but, uh, you know, in, uh, journeys we've been able to find a possible way out and at this moment you hear a voice from behind you say oh actually i can help with that i found a way out eons ago and minerva <laughs> comes gently floating up the center and she says you boys did quite a number on lord veritas uh not the route that i would have taken and there will no doubt be repercussions from this but what is done is done and i suppose we can only make the best of a bad situation she looks around to the Avarials flying around. <clears throat> Everyone, 
You know me. I am not a deceiver. Your Lord has been the deceiver this whole time, and hopefully these his actions here today have shown that. I need you all to follow me and make sure that you use your wings for support. Do not try and stand on your own power. We're going to show you something that's going to change everything. She leads everybody over down to the bottom of the chasm, down to the spiky stalactites that are coming up from the ground. There is a small burrow that leads downwards into the ground. And she starts pushing through. And there is a small tunnel that has been excavated that leads out. And you guys walk with everyone else still in the anti gravity field and the anti-magic field until you get to a place where you see little cracks of light streaming through some boulders. She pushes the boulders aside and the boulders tumble under the effect of gravity. You guys walk out. You are deep in a valley and everyone is gasping at the sky above. You see dozens of people behind you walking and streaming out here into the light. You see people fall to their knees and use their wings to beat to try to hold themselves up. You see people's arms are dragging along as if gravity here is too much for them. And there are cries of pain and terror and delight and confusion and all the emotions happening all at once. Uh, you see a tiny little Avariel who is just a little girl. She's got a arm that is only like an inch in diameter and she is struggling to keep her wings up and uh, grabs onto the side of your leg here, to try to hold herself up. Aww. I hold on to her too. Yeah. I, I let out a sigh of relief. <laughs> I'm going to bardically inspire inspire myself would that i'm assuming help with the healing yeah. uh no what? <laughs> but no because okay. the, the healings it, that wouldn't help you with an attack a saving throw or a skill check oh okay but healing you just do it and you just roll a dice to, okay uh so what can we say that mason was carrying uh marcus uh, yeah. I'll allow it. I consent. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm good, gonna play my call. lyre, and I'm with my mouth gonna mimic the, the sound of rain, um, as I do, and I'm gonna cast healing word on me and Marcus. <clears throat> All right, you see. The floating ethereal energy comes over and with your healing word, Marcus, your eyes flutter back open and you are somehow outside of the dome. Uh, with that, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll say, Marcus, we did it. Now, uh, this is quietly, of course, and I'll say, now uh, do your thing. Do some talking. <laughs> uh, how much health did I get real quick? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast it as a third level, so that's three D four for you. One, four, four, so that's nine health. Nice. Plus your charisma bonus. Ooh. So uh, twelve health. Plus three, yeah. Uh, and then on myself as well. One, four, four. <laughs> Scoopy. So also twelve. What are the odds? 
Um, as you flutter back to life, uh, Marcus, I will kind of just instinctually kind of let you regain standing if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, hearing exec say it's, uh, it's, we did it and it's my turn to talk. I'm going to look at, uh, going to look at exec and I'll be like, I think I did enough talking to get us into here. I think, uh. It's your turn now. And I'm going to pluck a, a feather from, from Exeoc. <laughs> from Hirak. And then I'm going... Uh, Hirak, yeah. And then I'm going to uh, cast Enhance Ability and uh, give him advantage on Charisma Checks. You got it. Yeah. All right. E- with Eagle Squad. Wait, so how much, how much advantage do I get? Plus... No, it, this is for Hirak. Oh, no. This oh, is this is for Hirak. Oh, I, okay. Yeah, I thought only. you did it towards I'm, me. I'm just, oh, I thought... Yeah, so... Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I'm giving it to Hirak. Like, good call, good call. You talk, yeah, us, you talk us out of this one. <laughs> yeah, I thought you said Exiak, and I was like, oh, boy, now I have to prepare a yeah. speech, and they'd hate me. No. <laughs> I mutilated, relatively Ooh, speaking, yeah. their, lead, their previous No, leader. I'm still I'm still pretty injured, so I'm actually just going to, like, do that, and then I'm going to cast some cure wounds on myself while you do some talking. But you have, uh... You have advantage on charisma checks for the next hour. Nice. So, okay. Um, I'm gonna say to the group of people, as you can see, there's obviously a world out here, outside your little bubble, and also even further that we aren't able to see currently. Um, there's another town that our friend um, Mason is from, not too far away from here, and they've wanted. You know, they've heard old stories that have been also been untrue, and we've already convinced them that, you know, of what's going on as well. And with Mason's help. Yeah, and uh, I say, uh, and we think that we can foster a good relationship between you two peoples, despite what has gone in in the past. I look towards Mason. Like, you want to say something? I, you know, I'm still, like, kind of coming out of my rage at this point. So I'm, like, trying to readjust from, like, crazy primal destruction to, oh, I'm supposed to, like, represent people again. Oh, yeah, right. So (laughs) I kind of, like, like, you know, like, try and readjust and be like, that attack upon me and my problem solvers was unprovoked. We mean nothing but the goodwill of your people, and we want to work together peaceably. Well, that sounds like a pretty good idea to me. (laughs) (laughs) Say, um, where are your three, uh, councilmen that, um, worked with Veritas? They, so, I should have said it, but at the start of the battle... They quickly fled okay. the scene as soon as uh, combat started breaking out, and you do not see them around anywhere. Okay. <clears throat> Who among you would like to represent the Avario people? You don't see anybody step forward. I kind of turn back to my companion set and, and kind of give a look like, who should we nominate as our puppet leader? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think uh Minerva. 
Uh, do you have any advice here? You know these people. You've been here for years. Well, you've just established a coup, and does she say it's... that out loud? <laughs> she says it to all of. She says, she says it quietly okay, to all yeah. of you guys. Um, and she says, it usually these dictatorships, from what I understand, do best when they are replaced with some sort of formal structure. So these people will not be doing well unless they have some sort of strong leader. Veritas, uh, misguided as he was, was a very effective leader. And as far as I know, there's not really someone else amongst them who can take his place effectively. Hmm. Uh, so I then turn to the group and say, well, Hirak, you are the closest of their ilk. Uh, fair, but I mean, separate races still, but nonetheless... I know this is all cool and all, but I, I think if we might, I don't know if we should just, you know, draw straws for who's going to lead this nation. I think it's going to be a more long-term thing than this. You're sounding like a good leader already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in agreement, but I have, but I kind of have sad eyes because I don't want him to stay. Yeah, I, I, um, I think we should go back inside. I know this is all cool and all, but. Like Have I said, I think hall. this is. Yeah, I think this is more of a long-term thing. I don't think this is a, on the instant. I think our main priority is, being vigilant of uh, Veritas and, you know, and uh, dangerous propaganda that he might have, that's still up. <clears throat> you see, people are starting to get tired from flapping their wings so much to stay upright, and people are like making the motion to try to go back inside. Uh. The party all walks inside as yeah, you guys we are along. trying to figure out what to do. Uh, who brings up the rear? Uh, I'll take up the rear as usual. I, I linger because I, I like the feeling of solid earth between my toes. Okay. As you take your steps back in and feel the zero gravity take over, you look behind you as you see two green eyes looking at you out of the earth and then disappearing back beneath it. And that is where we're going to end the episode. <sighs> oh. oh my gosh. Yikes. Oh. oh no. Wow. Okay. I think we need to talk about what we're doing in the afterburner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We will definitely be breaking that down on the afterburner. But speaking of our Afterburner, the people that get to listen to the Afterburner are our patrons. So we get to shout them out now in our favorite part of the episode. Oh, of yeah. Course. Mm -hmm. Back on Yetsira in the sands north of Destune, our denizens have been traveling around the outside of the Arrowgat Bowl headed north. Starting off with Meg the Manic Pixie decides it's time for a little fun. She quietly creeps out of her abode in Casey's hat and flutters over to see if anything interesting is happening. She pauses above Derek's tent as a loud crash emanates from the inside. Meg goes to investigate. Hmm. Keith, the former captain of the Destune Fire Brigade, is getting dressed up for the mayoral debate. <laughs> he has his bucket, of course, and his fancy bolo tie made from a shoelace. He has <laughs> this in the bag. Wait, the shoelace or the debate? <laughs> uh, Both. Oh, gotcha. He's a dapper-looking fellow. I thought the shoelace was on his neck, but we have Joe, the scrawny Goliath, 
now on a mission. He needs to remove his family's curse. How, though? He has no idea. Digging holes seems to be the only right move because he's not really sure. For now, he's gonna dig it up, up, up. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Dig it. (laughs) Dig it. Amazing. Derek, the one-eyed lizard folk from nowhere, was last seen capturing a puffer monk. It filled with hot air and tried to escape, but Derek held it tight. He named it Stacy, a strong gender-neutral name. Derek took Stacy back to camp and promoted them to assistant lifeguard in training. Stacy wanted none of it, however, and knocked over Derek's portable lifeguard chair. Meg then flew in to investigate, only to find herself deadlocked in a battle with the puffer monk. Meg drew battle paint on her cheeks quickly and went in for the kill. Oh, <laughs> that escalated quickly. And we have Sophie, the former official Destune tour guide is now a master at backwards sleepwalking. This was far as her training went as a monk in the way of the backwards walkers. And now she doesn't know what aspect of her training should come next. Maybe she'll go back to her former monastery. She shuddered at the thought, remembering her former headmistress with platinum blonde split ends. Karen, she dare not go back. <laughs> not Karen. <laughs> no. Spinal boss. Casey, the wandering gypsy from Trashboro, is patiently waiting for people to sign up for dance lessons. As he is waiting, his vision suddenly goes foggy and his body goes limp. His eyes are suddenly no longer fixed on the traveling tribe of Destune, but rather in a strange and mysterious place. He is in a deep valley, surrounded by winged creatures with pointy ears. He looks down at his hands. They're covered in small rocks and blood. His vision snaps back to reality, and he wakes up with a mouthful of sand. What could this mean? Hmm, interesting. And we have Tyra, the half-elf sorceress from elsewhere, is playing with her Fogomdafald, her futuristic globules of magical destiny and inevitable fate of doom, in case you forgot, and catching up with a friend who appeared from the Underdark. Tyra is also getting dressed for the debate and wonders what victory even means. Why does she even want to be mayor? That's a lot of responsibility and not much reward. Taylor comforts her and assures her that abusing the tax system will make it all worthwhile. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> Noah, the desert paladin of charismatic swagger, is put off by having a dark elf magically appear from the sand, and more so that everyone else is fine with it. He suspiciously watches Taylor and Tyla- Tyra from a distance. Not super creepily, just somewhat creepily. Then he remembers that Keith needs his help and continues uh, making Vote for Keith t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And finally, Taylor, the know-how drow, is happy to help Tyra, but is also running from a dark past. In her former life, Taylor was an interior designer for the queen of the drow in her city of Villantis. <laughs> she accidentally used dark brown accent pillows to go with the black drapes in the queen's throne room and was sentenced to death. <gasps> These death sentences had an expiration date of one month, so if she wasn't dead by then, she could return just fine. (laughs) But for now, she wants to just chill on the surface, even if it does burn her eyes every single moment of every single waking day. Thank you to our patrons, of course. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. Yeah, we are happy to release this episode. Big climactic uh, building up at the end of this little mini arc with the Avariel 
in the aviary and we want you guys to be engaging with us asking questions of course uh talking to us through our instagram our twitter our facebook page and all of those you can find either with the search function or with our handles on top of that we are super happy just to see the numbers keep growing we are almost at 6900 lmao and wow. that's as far as downloads and uh, just so blessed to see all of the support that you guys have been raising for this community. Thank you so much. You guys got anything you to say? Uh, Fagamtafad. Oh, I, I am appalled. Line. He stole my line. <laughs> As you should be. Shame on you, Tommy. I meant, oh. I meant to say uh, thank you, patrons. We uh, oh. very much appreciate you. If you want to hear us break down this episode, it's over on our Patreon where we talk about what the green eyes could mean and what kind of new system of government we will be putting in place. But for now, this has been Brad and Jeffrey and Tommy and Matt signing off. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye, Missouri. (laughs) 